Hello everyone, this is Scott, and this is my podcast. And today, I'm finally mo- doing the movie we waited for 20 years for the Adam's Family movie. Before do you add to say a couple things first. Number one, there will be spoilers. There is going to be a ton of spoilers. There's this thing about deleted scenes, the movie itself, what Disney did right, what, and, well, <laughs> Let me rephrase that. What Disney did okay, <laughs> and what D- Disney did completely wrong. So, if you guys want to watch the movie to see um, why everyone's complaining about it, because I'm pretty sure by now you've at least watched one YouTube video of the <laughs> review of this thing. So, if you want to know why um, people complaining, go ahead and watch, and then come to this podcast of the person who's read the books and enjoyed the books. Think they're practically perfect in every way. Quote Mary Poppins. And yeah, so if you want to watch me first and then come here, please do. If not, then you can just listen to this. This podcast will probably be more entertaining than the movie. I'm sorry, I'm sponsor my own or Disney Plus or anything else I mentioned in the podcast. What was I? Oh, yeah. Number two, I do have another suggestion for those who are basically trying to watch, find something on television because there's a million channels and nothing to watch. It's sad but true. I highly recommend Film Theory, made by Matt Pat. So, those who listened to my last podcast, you might be um, talking about this topic. You might re- remember me talking about game theories. And I mentioned, in the recent I mentioned Film Theory during that one is because I haven't seen it yet. I didn't know the rating, etc. Yada, yada, yada. All the boring stuff you don't care to know about. So... I do have rain now. It is PG routine, just like Game Theory, hosted by the same guy, Matt Pat. And it's there's nothing on television. I highly recommend watching this. Even if there's something on television, record it, watch this because it's honestly, Matt Pat's film theory and Game Theory are extremely entertaining, and I like them both. They're probably my favorite YouTube channel and theories at the very least. So I do highly recommend watching that. <laughs> I mean him. So hashtag not sponsor, just my own opinion. So. Anyway, with all that said, oh wait, wait, one more thing. Sorry, I forgot about this. I'm so congenital. Yes, I do know they haven't made the podcast of this review yet. Whether they're going to or not, I have absolutely no clue. But if they do, I do highly recommend watching this video. I mean, their video, because guys, I'm going to miss something. I'm not perfect. I'm human. I'm going to miss one thing in this movie. This fights me. Well. Growing have notes and my memory of this thing, so I'm going to forget something. So please forgive me if I do. And since I do, probably am going to miss something. Do watch the video on that whenever it comes out, if it does. I think that's not just my own opinion. Now, with all of the way, let's get started on the actual review. So, for those who don't want spoilers, I'm going to give you five seconds to click up. So, five, four, three, Two, one. Okay, we gotta talk about this movie. Oh my goodness. What the four-leaf clover happened? Oh. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. Sorry, I had to get it off my chest. I needed to tell someone. Oh my goodness. Before I continue ranting, because that's basically what this podcast will be about, I do have to make something clear. Guys, I know you all want to angry tweet, Insta, Facebook, the actors in this movie. But you did it with Star Wars Last Jedi. You did it with a hundred other movies that I c- 
can't mention and don't remember. Guys, it's not theatrics fault. It's just a job and they have contracts basically saying you have to sponsor the movie and not say how bad it is, okay? It's not their fault. So please do not angry tweet Instagram or whatever to these actors who played in the movie. And honestly, all things considered, they did a good job casting. And I'm not just saying that because a few of the actors in the movie liked my stuff. I'm saying that because it's true. And yes, a few of the actors liked my stuff, which is still cool. That's a humble bag, but it did happen that I had to mention somewhere. So here it is. <laughs> anyway, what was that? Oh yeah, what in the world happened? <laughs> so yes, don't Instagram angry tweet or whatever. Actors, not their fault. Let's blame Disney. I mean, let's face it, Disney's terrible for live action movies. Only exception being Mary Poppins and Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one. Because no matter how giant a fan you are, you have to admit the first one was the best, okay? No argument, period. It's true. I'm sorry. Anywho, <laughs> so let's review what went wrong with this movie. Oh my goodness, so much stuff, guys. But first things first, let me talk about the stuff that. Disney did right because it's a short list, so it's easy to get through. Number one, the casting. The acting honestly saved this movie for me because if the movie didn't have such good acting in it, I honestly would hate it as much as everyone else on YouTube <laughs> right now. But the acting for me personally saved this film. Even the minor actors that were in this film, like National Pastel or who is Volley or even Tamara Smart, who is, um, I mean, sorry, Tamara Smart, who is Juliet. No offense to you guys, by the way. You were fantastic. And I'm sure you fantastic actors. You just didn't get exactly big, huge roles. So, no offense. Just doing the review here. So, even like roles like that to big roles like Ferdia Shaw's Arnold Styles, Armand Dolls, Holly, etc. was really well done. They all did the characters well. And yes, I would not be a critique if I couldn't critique that. Yeah, Ferdia Shaw. Acting on Marcel wasn't the best Artemis style. And pretty shocked for listening to this. No offense. Really liked your stuff. Thank you for liking my comment. That means a lot. But <laughs> I couldn't be good at my job if I didn't say, Dude, one world, dude. I mean, yes, you did a good lot of good stuff. Okay, I'll admit that. But I mean, taking off the sunglasses and trying to have this moment, Holly, which by the way, didn't work. Also, um, she supposedly basically took out the whole she missed a ritual for 30 years or whatever. So, um, why is she not memorizing you and trying to get out of prison? What the hey? Uh, I, I don't know. Honestly, though, Fisha, what, what he was given did the role extremely well. And he technically actually honestly looks the part. And it's actually kind of creepy. But. <laughs> It is true, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Bridia a pass here. He did pretty good with the role he's given, and he honestly did an okay job. But oh my goodness, why, why, dude, why? <laughs> Moving on to the next thing that he got right was the costumes. I have to admit, the costumes, and I'm gonna combine this with the sets just to make the pro section shorter. The sets uh, from Final Man to Hidden City to the costumes like remote wares to Holly wares to Folly, whatever, all look fantastic. And I do have to give kudos to the people who did that. So well done there. 
and also the CGI was well, very well done. Very Star Wars as good sci-fi stuff. So take that as you will. Those are the only good things that I can think of. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm so okay. I'm trying, guys. But it's just so hard. <laughs> so now with the cons. Oh my goodness, where am I going to begin? Well, first things first, the Oculus. What the hey is this thing? Oh my goodness. Okay, so those who don't know, and I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't, the Oculus is the newest edition to Arms File movie in Arms File quote-unquote canon because it wasn't in the books at all, and Disney just created it, and it's there. And it's basically the ripoff of the Infinity Gauntlet. In the, in the Marvel Universe, okay? It's a ripoff. It's not even as good as the Infinity Gauntlet. It don't really explain how it works. And it's, it's a mess. And also, I don't like the fact that they're combining the plot where Opa Couple wants to raise an army from that. That's not until the 8th book, okay? She still wants to take over the Fairyverse and then rule the Mud Men, okay? If we're going in order here, she shouldn't want to raise the dead until the 8th book, okay? Just saying. Also, number two, the plot itself. Oh my goodness, this plot. So at first you would think it would be the same, right? She kidnaps Holly for gold. But nope, he didn't kidnap Holly for gold. He kidnapped her the Oculus. But then the fairies don't have the Oculus, so he has to get mulch involved. And he knows somehow by magic <laughs> that mulch is going to be used. And not any other fairy creature that may have broken the law. And there's also a subplot with mulch, which is a whole other thing, but I'm going to get into it here. That mulch doesn't want to be tall, he wants to, or at least a giant dwarf, he wants to be a regular dwarf. And also, that is not like mulch's character at all. He is perfectly fine with who he is. He's a thief, and he knows it, and he loves it, and it's a thing that we all love about him, okay? He's completely fine with who he is until, like, what, the fourth book where, fourth technically, fifth book where he changes his ways because spoilers for the book Julius Root dies but I mean ah. <laughs> oh, is that? oh yeah also they rushed Freddy Shaw and Colin Farrell getting together in the first book Disney should have done this in the second movie first of all and second of all even when Artemis got his dad back they were not Interacting at all, the books were about Armus, not Armus and his dad adventures, okay? <sighs> My goodness. And lastly, the biggest complaint is this huge plot hole here that Mulch Dingus is telling all the story to MI6. First of all, um, narrating Disney, no, no, no. And then secondly, they totally missed the opportunity for Jessica to go all off in Frozen 2 and narrate this, like, and make it hilarious. Thirdly, why in the world is the lep not intervening and, oh, I don't know, erasing the footage, the MA6 interrogator, so that way, oh, you know, they don't know that fairies exist. I don't know, maybe the human world isn't supposed to know that fairies exist until the foul twins. And even then, I'm not 100% sure that I actually know, no, okay? They know there's something strange out there, and I don't know if they know it's fairies. There's no Alice in the Red Foul Twins. I need to reread it. I'm sorry, I should have done that before an interview. And not interview, review. That's my bad. But still, you gotta admit, 
not supposed to know until then. I'm gonna lose my voice at this. <laughs> I'm just so disappointed because it was nothing to hurt the book. I mean, I didn't expect it to be better than the book. No, everyone knew this one's gonna be better than the book because Disney was going to change something. They're going to do stuff, and it's going to look different. And gonna plot's going to change slightly in order to make it into a movie. I get that. Everyone was okay with that, but we expected it to be as good as the book, Disney, and it didn't. It honestly wasn't as good as the book. The book, Artemis, is cold, heartless, quote unquote evil mean kid and he's a genius and he can't have to pay for gold and then he's turned good until the second book in this movie it's just like they didn't read that part and he's just more of a genius which you don't really don't show and he's supposed to be criminal to mine and he doesn't really do anything criminal except for quote-unquote kidnapping Halloween and I put in quotes because he does does that to get his father back which he does but <sighs> Also, another thing, um, Halloween Arm is becoming friends that quickly? No. No, 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 no. No. They should not become friends until fourth book, and they should not become forever friends until the eighth, okay? Wonder well, Disney, you should have made that character development later. <sighs> sorry, I had phone in your users, by the way. For those of you head using headphones, sorry. And you might not want to use headphones for this. Uh, I should have done that in the beginning, but eh, you know. Little name, little name. Sorry if you're just got to use it. But yeah, I mean, honestly, the plot was just rushed. The movie chasing was off. There's plot holes, like the most things in narrating to my six. Um, the fact that they rushed. Holy friend, Arms getting friends early. Um, Arms getting his dad early. I mean, they didn't really make Butler and Arms connect, even though the books they. I like best friends, technically, really brothers, and in the movie, it doesn't really seem like that. I mean, I don't really feel the emotion, but they're dying, and you're supposed to. Also, Juliet, I feel like they made Juliet not really part of the plot. I mean, he's, she's not really in the books either until maybe book three. But, I mean, they could have at least made her more important to do something. But, mm, I don't know. Also... Um, I do like Brian Cudden that it cut the cut the betrayal, but I also think they like ruined the betrayal. I mean, honestly, it doesn't look like Brian Cudden gets punished or anything. Um, the council it um the council fairies was in it, but they ca called overseers for some reason. It doesn't really mention how they're important or why, and also don't really explain why Elba Couple's so powerful. They don't really, I mean, you get spying out Brian Cudden out of prison. In the, like a day, and they don't really explain how. I can look, you obviously know why, but in the movie, it makes no sense. Well, actually, in the book, it didn't happen that way, but at the very least, she was powerful enough in the book that she could, but I don't know, that's, me. that's just me. Also, kind of makes uh, Commander Root look like an knucklehead because he went to jail for some reason. You obviously know he's not going to be the best candidate for you, at least in the betrayal and the book surprises. Him, but I don't know. Also, Folly was basically non-existent. They told me could use them better. Um, the damaging time stop was weird, and it really didn't work. It 
explained like if it's so dangerous why was Armas not affected in him so uh, I don't know it, it, it was weird guys it honestly just didn't work so real quick um I'm going to give my overall reveal and then some extra stuff real quick I know it's going to be weird doing that way but I just think I need to say this and that is what is the verdict what do I think of this movie what do I think just on the movie if I'm just going out the movie ignoring the fact that it's based on my favorite book series of all time and the books are awesome actually not sponsored um I honestly think the movie was just okay I have seen worse movies Black Cauldron Jacob Lovell the B movie one of many many other movies out there that I can't remember and I know I'm gonna like get a lot of hate for saying some of these movies but it's you I've seen worse films on BB stream aka train wreck I mean this movie had an okay plot I mean it was horrible but it was easy to follow so I'll give Disney that and honestly the acting did save it for me I mean the acting and how the sets looked I mean and CGI I mean all that combined made the movie okay enough that I was able to say I enjoyed it enough as a person who went to movies but I did not enjoy it enough to say it was the greatest action movie of all time. And it did a horrible service to Amazon books. The only good thing that can come from this is that people get into the book series. And that's honestly it. And I want to say sorry to Owen Coffer. I'm sorry to 20 year movie uh, you waited for. Turned out to be poop. And I'm sorry for all the actors who were in it. They were going to get a lot of hate for being in this movie because not everyone's going to listen to my advice so I'm sorry that, you, that I hadn't seen him and I'm, you don't deserve it it's just a job totally understand but they're going to do and, uh, and Disney stop making live action movies just keep making make live action shows like Mandalorian try to marvel stuff it honestly looks good but stop making live action movies okay just, just stop go back to cartoons Prince of the Frog, Frozen, all great movies. Just go back, go back to cartoons, okay? Go back to cartoons. But anyway, one last critique before I get to the other stuff. Um, the troll scene. Yeah, they ruined the troll scene, guys. They honestly ruined the fight between the troll twice. Uh, I didn't even know that was possible to ruin the troll scene, but they did. It's just annoying. I mean, I mean there's just so much stuff that I don't like that I can't say it's good. There's just enough too much stuff that they changed and they didn't do it better they did it worse so that i just can't say it's good but they did enough where i could say it was okay but yeah also I do have to say this um i know people are complaining about mulch digimon's unhinged jaw and digging um i do agree that the animation could be better but it's also supposed to be weird so it's kind of like a double-edged sword there but yeah, they also made Mulch's ding, digging worse, but uh, I guess there's so many things to critique, I, and there's just not enough time to do it. But So overall, my thoughts, it was okay, it was bad enough where I say it wasn't good, but it was good enough where I say I enjoyed it and it was okay, but yeah. I still have many problems with this film. I, don't worry guys, I agree with you 100% that it was not the best movie ever. Anyway, well, that said, why in the world would I still be talking? Why is the podcast still going? That's because of the deleted scenes. So, for those who don't have Disney Plus and have seen that movie, you know, in that movie, there are extras, and they 
as well as bloopers and other extra stuff, they also had deleted scenes. And the deleted scenes, as well as some of the behind the scenes stuff, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, um, definitely point to a different movie. A diff- better movie that for some reason Disney did not put out there in theaters or Disney+. Plus. So, first scene I want to talk about is the search for the book deleted scene. Now, uh, for those of you who haven't seen the trailers, let me break this scene down for you. Amos goes to Ho Chi Minh City, gets a book, poisons the very, you know, the rest if you read the books. But, um, Disney did not keep this scene. And even though it was in all the marketing from the teaser trailer, and it would have made the movie 100% better because Amos actually was bad, and etc. And, you know, it's actually from the books. Uh, it, it, it didn't make some sense, but they deleted it. So, the only, only explanation I have to why is two things. Number one, they don't explain why she, they basically didn't tell the fairy world, hey, there's a 12-year-old genius coming down to tell, kidnap us and expose us all in a situation. So, because, uh, in the book, they do explain this. Um, number one, they give her and Misa with the drug that um, cures her from her alcoholism. And two, she would be too embarrassed to tell the fairy people. And I guess they're going with two, even though they don't explain it, and you're just supposed to figure it out, which I guess it might be why they deleted it. But number two, a lot of people are saying this is Opa Cobbly, uh, I, or Cowboy. I know I'm saying their last name wrong. I'm sorry, guys. But anyway, for a lot of people are saying this is Opa, and if that's true, there's a whole lot of plot holes there. There's more plot holes than when Mulch is being interviewed by MI6. So... That is honestly the only reason I can think of why um, they decided not to do it in this because she was Opla the whole time or something like that. Also, another scene was Armed and Ready, which it shows off the weapon. I can see why they deleted this. I mean, Artemis shows the gun in action in the movie, so, you know, deleted scene, no big deal there. Another deleted scene, negotiations. I would have loved if they got the scene number one, but they're played by Nunzalazi. Kicks the rep helmet that is shown that they took from one of the fairies that they fought and kicks it to onto another fairy's head and he's like yes i mean that would have been so funny and also just make butler's character better but that's just me <laughs> also i think the other part where commander roots about the negotiate armist was good the only complaint i would have is um camera asking how probably how she looks that's just not something for Commander Root was going to do. So that's the only critique I have. But honestly, it depends on the navigation thing. I think it's just been better. That's just me. Also, the Nightly scene was enhancements. That was a good call, Disney. That scene was a mess. So good job there. Also, another day scene, Safe Cracker, which yeah, is not ball in the movie. So a good thing I wrote that down. So in the scene. Um, well, actually, first things first, in the movie, most students we meet again to the safe, and then he starts cracking the safe. And this explains, in the scene from Safe Cracker, explains, number one, where he saw it, and how it works, and also just, I think it really highlights most of his personality, where he talks to the safe cracker while cracking it, and that's definitely most of his personality in a nutshell. So, I really think Disney didn't... Good, good, giant idea doing this, but that's just me. 
Also, notably, the scene was multiple each other. I 100% approve the scene. I mean, it's just funny and also really works. Um, it also points out another thing that this movie was going to go completely different from what we got, which I'll talk about more in a second after these two last ones here. So, the next silly scene was Troll Fight, which is just extra troll scene fight. Um, I have no opinion on this one, honestly. I think it could be either way. It could keep it, it could get rid of it, and it doesn't really matter to the movie. Next, it didn't have Butler in a night costume being a patrol, so that's the really only thing that I would say, yes, keep that, and you definitely should have, but they didn't, so that's all I'm good with that. Done. Another scene is NDS Commander. And it just shows Commander Root trapped in some bubble thing with another one of the left personnel. Um, eh, I don't care either way. I mean, they have Root in handcuffs, just, and all the men basically turning on her. So I get it. Uh, why do they leave the scene? They basically show it in the movie. So I'm okay with a gun. I mean, they show Commander Root captured and stuff like that. By the way, Trouble Kelp is in the movie and in the, is a guy, so that was reconfirmed the movie, but they basically didn't really need him in there. He, he's basically unnoticeable. I didn't even know he's in there <laughs> until they mentioned him in the credits. So, yeah. Now, let's talk about what in the world happened to this movie, because believe it or not, guys, this movie actually used to be good. <laughs> I know, I'm shocked at you. But believe it or not, this movie is going in a complete different direction. And the only reason I know this is because of the movie time books. Specifically, I'm a foul, a foul adventure. Now, I actually did review this on my podcast, so you should listen to that if you want to, and then come back and fast forward to this point here. But to save you trouble, I'll give you the breakdown. Basically, this thing told us a bit of the plot of the movie. It's not actually official movie novelization. I know those are a thing. This isn't that, but it did give us some plot, and it did give us much hope for this movie. It showed that. Um, basically, the movie was the exact same as the books, with a few changes like Captain Beechwood's short story being moved up, and etc. By the way, real quick, um, yeah, the Holly Short's father story thing um, didn't work. I was actually really excited to see that, see how it developed her character and stuff, and it didn't work. Disney missed that. And also, I guess in the end, they're supposed to say, yep, he's cleared of all charges, but the only person saying that is Colin Farrell, who's Armas Fall Sr., it was a criminal mastermind, and they're not going to believe him, so. <sighs> Where was I? Oh, yeah. Um, so, basically, this book told us that a movie was going to be exactly like the book. With a few changes here and there, like Juden's being Commander Root, and um, Polly's backstory being mentioned earlier, her father being more important, etc. You know, stuff that actually would have been good. But then we got what we got. <laughs> We got the mess that is known as the Armasol movie. So what happened? I have absolutely no clue. Because in the deleted scenes and extras, we actually see stuff from the Armasol Fall Adventure. We see Anonymous with the gold. We see Moltresen's hands up in the picture from the Fall Adventure book. We see the deleted scene of Fortune Men's City. And we even see from which one was it real quick? Multimine Butler, Holly escaping from prison and telling most to the rest, Artemis. So, what happened? I am, I don't know. What should I do? If I could ask him to bring one question, I'd probably be that. What happened? Why did 
me not get this because honestly it would have made the movie so much better i mean honestly it would have made the movie exactly the books and it would have been as good as the books and disney would have made a buttload of money from it and it would be great great sword it'd be the next harry potter series or lord of the rings whatever you want to say about the movie it would be the, that but it didn't happen so and we got what we got I don't know what happened. I wish I did. Hey, one of you know, tell me on a minute again because I genuinely want to know what in the world happened on this thing. I actually have a Pacific photo and everything, so you can do it now. You don't even have to wait until I post the photo sponsoring this podcast. So, just something to look for, look at on my Instagram. But I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, guys. I honestly don't. Then, yeah, last but not least, I want to talk about. My complicated relationship with this movie. Like I said earlier, I have a weird relationship with this thing. On one hand, there's stuff I like. I like the acting. I like the sets. I like the costumes. I like the CGI. And I genuinely think that it was okay. That I watched it and I was like, okay, it was okay. It wasn't great, but it was okay. But there's a lot of stuff I don't like. They ruined the troll scene. They ruined Mulch's digging. They ruined... The backstory they were going to do for Holly's father, they were ruined, they rushed Armas getting to be friends with Holly, getting his dad back, they, I, mean, I was actually okay foreshadowing with the stone hedges in Armas' backyard, but I mean, they honestly just showed it like they did in the trailers, and also, I just think it's the, the, like the pothole of my six being recalling uh, interviewing mulch why did various let that happen i mean there's just so much that disney changed and it didn't do make the movie better made it worse i mean it didn't even make it as good as the books which i was hoping was going to happen through this thing so like i said we relationship i thought it was okay but i definitely see there was room for improvement so if we're lucky, we'll get a reboot, but judging from the fact that it didn't work for Star Wars Last Jedi, it's not going to work here, so we're stuck with what we got. But, good news guys, we have the books. We'll always have the books, and we're getting Fowl Twins charges in October, so more Fowl stuff, and as well as a graphic novel of Arctic Instant, and next year, I believe February. So, you know, there's still book stuff coming out, and... And we'll always have the books, and we'll always enjoy the books, and I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to keep reading the books, and the movie's not going to stop me. But that's just me. So, if you enjoyed, please give me a good rating review, subscribe to my podcast, there are more podcasts on the way, both with Armasol stuff and non-Armasol stuff, so please do subscribe, and also follow me on Instagram at Scott Reviews, that'd be greatly appreciated, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye!